Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. I am joined, as always, by my best pal, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? In a great mood this evening, Connor. Only mm. to be dampened by another shit DC report. <laughs> Straight in. No messing about. Do we, I'm setting a tone for this episode. Our intro last week, we actually had several comments underneath the Spotify and all the other streaming platforms mm-hmm. that said it was our best intro. And that was the one time that you fucked up and forgot to do an intro. Yeah. Which makes me question the quality of every other episode that, honestly if that's the peak what's the valley you know <laughs> um, so this is hero zero this is the show where we choose one comic book character every single week we talk their good points and their bad points so we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character i normally do dc characters and sean normally does marvel characters yes. um and that's why Sean, Sean doesn't like DC. No. He hates them, in fact. Marvel will, is going to be on top forever, guys. <laughs> it's never going to fail. I'm also recording this in 2014, for what it's worth. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy just came yeah. out. You're right in high. <laughs> yeah, this high is going to last forever. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the money train's never going to end. <laughs> the bubble's never going to burst. <laughs> 300 million on Echo, please. <laughs> That's out in, like, January. What's going on? Is it? Is it? Um, also, apparently Agatha, Agatha is called... Chaos. It's called Agatha All Along now. Oh, they changed it again? Yeah, to match oh. up with the song that was popular for a weekend. Great stuff. Amazing. Love it. That's how it works. That was very funny in 2020. <laughs> yeah, but, like, we were, we were fucking eager for a laugh in 2020, eager. weren't we? Eager. Um, so, Sean, before we get into this week's Hero Zero, yeah. I wanted to give a, another shout to our recent Patreon episode where we reviewed the Santa Claus, but we had a bit of a, a Christmas gathering, a Christmas yeah. extravaganza. It was like a work Christmas party, but we're the only two that work here. So, yeah, that's good true. turnout. <laughs> 
good turnout, but some dark stories that will never pass on. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those will come to the grave, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so Sean came over to my house and we just kind of chilled out for a whole afternoon. We reviewed uh, the Santa Claus that we also gave our Christmas gifts. Yeah. Um, if you want to give that a listen, the link is down below at the Patreon. Uh, it's just $5 a month and you get access to that episode and a whole bunch of other episodes. There's like, there's a bajillion hours of stuff up there at yeah, the minute. Yeah, yeah. So if you're, if you're, you know, you're going to have to avoid talking to your family over Christmas. So why not listen to It also to has instead? a very special moment that we're not going to reveal just yet. We're not going to reveal it just yet. It'll come public in a bit. It's kind of public, <laughs> but also, you know. Uh, you know yourself listen um, to it. it's about 15 minutes in it's fucking glorious also five stars on spotify everyone We're please so close so and close. i know you're listening yeah ma'am. i know you're listening <laughs> so if you could just <laughs> We're bring it up every week yeah just press the button now look if you're on apple podcasts as well do it there that's fine yeah if you're on any of the other podcasting platforms great but spotify is the one spotify really <laughs> wants us to get the whole shaking my fist at clouds yeah there's so oh it's all up there for now Uh. (laughs) okay enough of all that stuff because I want to get into this week's report and this came from Instagram it came from a DM it came from one of our very regular contributors Mr. Kieran Um, and he is what I would like to describe as a bastard Mm. Um, and I, look, I know you're not meant to say that about your listeners. People kind enough to message in, kind of rate five stars, all of yeah, the rest get five of stars, it. maybe contribute to the show in any way. But he takes great pleasure in giving us characters as ideas for Hero Zero, which mm. everyone can do. It's oh, that's just limited to him. Yeah, you can do wherever you want. Uh, you can just send those in. But what has Kieran um, done to you this week, or done to well, us? Well, he has he has a, he has picked the character that has the hardest name in all of DC to say. <gasps> I can I try? Yes. Is it Mister Mepiscopic? Mister, oh, I've been practicing this all day. <laughs> Mister Ms. Pitlick. Ms. Pitlick. Mister Ms. Pitlick. Mister Ms. Pitlick. Miss Piggy. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Ms. Pitlick. From The Flash, <laughs> season four. So if you, uh, you've seen the episode title at this moment, I don't need to spell the letters out to you, but that is what I'm going to have to say I, repeatedly. You consistently have to fix my spelling in every description. <laughs> what am I meant to do this week? Ironically, this would be the one word you get right. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just let the dyslexia take over. There was one episode where I think you put weird news, but W-E-I of weird was capitalised. Yeah, no, that was a bad one. I got a new keyboard that day and it was slightly heavier. Um, do you remember the time we had three episodes for Weird News episode 77. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, that video still exists somewhere of you realising that. And it's That's fantastic. So um, but yes, we are doing Mr. Ms. Pitlick. Um, mm. Now, a character who has been around for a very, very, very long time. Um, he was created in 1944, originally. Who? Yeah, During the war, early. they came up yes. with him. Golden Age. Gold. Now, <laughs> Never got better. <laughs> what I want to say about... Um, I have to say this every single time. Um, Mr. Miss Pitlick yeah. um, is this. You're one, yeah. he's the greatest hater in all of comic books. Love it. I mean, think of just somebody who wakes up in the morning... He just wants to hate. Just he, like he, fuck he, you specifically. Like he's he has he has enemies. Yeah. And he, he has rivalries and he just sticks to that. He's got no other goals. Honestly, I respect it. <laughs> you respect it. 2024, <laughs> I think I want to be more of a hater. So he was first created by the same guy who created Superman, 
Jerry Siegel. Oh. In 1944. Real opposite ends of the scale in terms of quality. Um, and so his first appearance was in Superman number 30 in 1944. Uh, however, due to a delay, he also appeared in a newspaper in a newspaper comic strip that also had Superman at the time. And so there was like a weird like delay in the publication of the comic book. So mm. the newspaper thing came out first. So technically that's his first appearance, but I'm not going to get into that. Look, he, he came out with one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is wild to me that Superman was ever like a newspaper comic strip. Yeah. That's fascinating. And, oh, it wasn't that. It's just that they were like running in canon. Like, yeah, no, they had ongoing storylines. Like, yeah, it was wild. I don't I, like, I, I, I don't know. Just, that's just a wild time in comic history. And and so, uh, Mr. Miss Pitlick... Uh, You're getting better every those, time. Is, oh, hang on. I mean, like, I just feel like we need to figure out a way that I can shorten this. Now, he is known as Mixie in... Uh, to maybe sometimes in the comic book. So right. can I get away with Mixie? Can, I mean, you can fully say it. I don't know, can you get away with it? You can do Mixie <laughs> or Mr. M, whichever you prefer. Mr. M. Um, so Mr. M, um, he, Kieran, I, I'm, once again, this is your fault. Yeah. You made me do this. Um, he was like, it's a weird one because he's a character clearly based towards children. But... Then the comics kind of advance from 1944. Then you have to kind of figure out what to do with him. Yeah. As Where this does kind he of jokester. In this new DC. Yeah. Um, now, what do you know about Mr. M? I know he's from another dimension. Mm hmm. And he occasionally makes his way into our dimension I, I, to torment superheroes. And I know. Not just, not just superheroes. Anybody. Superman. Superman, specifically. Yeah. He's got one hater. Okay. <laughs> and then the only way to dismiss him is to get him to say his own name backwards? Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty good. Is that I'll right? Give you that. Yeah. Okay. So um, he's an imp from the fifth dimension. Great. Um, like Batmite, correct? I'm not, yeah, yeah, but I'm also not going to cover Batmite. <laughs> What's wrong with, he, he's not a hater at all. <laughs> Mr. M, I, I want to say right now, is one of the most powerful characters in all of DC. Basically, right. anything he can think of, he can do. If he decided to turn Superman into dust, Superman would immediately turn into dust. Why doesn't he do that? Because he would prefer to annoy Superman rather than kill him. That's a new level of hater. <laughs> he wakes up with the board that he's got hater aid. That's all he's about. How long have you been waiting to bust haterade out? Oh, hours. <laughs> I thought of <laughs> it earlier. I put that together. <laughs> um, not being bound by our physical laws, he can do things that seem magical. In his first appearance, he wreaked havoc across Metropolis by using his powers to pull all manner of pranks. He's a prankster, Sean. He's just um, a prick. Several of the... Yes, you will learn that very quickly. Se- right. Just a prick. Um, several. He's a shithouse, if you will. But okay, is he an entertaining shit house or is it just ah, I fucking get over? Sometimes it. he's entertaining, but mostly just a, a shit house. Why does he hate Superman? Well, look, he, he just a lot of those pranks, by the way, were him pretending to be dead, and then he was not dead. <laughs> but like Weird the unsuspect, like like impractical jokers kind of stuff. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> Um, what's more, he also this is. I think this is my favorite bit of what doing the research. He destroyed Superman's worldview of himself because it is one of his first articles. He jumped out the window 
and Superman thought he had committed suicide, but he hadn't. And then Superman, an astonished Superman said, I, I thought I was the only man who could fly. <laughs> oh, that really highlights a, a, a real vanity in Superman that we rarely really? see. It was a 1944 Superman. He, he hadn't found, like, true justice in the that American way. 1944 Superman had... He would crumble in an instant. Like, anything could set him over the edge. <laughs> he just... He was the best. And if he, anyone challenged that, he would just get nervous. Yeah. He would just... He'd get the shakes. He, like, yeah, like, maybe I'm not the strongest or the fastest. You're still pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he soon to- told Superman that he was a jester in his home dimension, explaining why he used his powers to play practical jokes rather than actually try to do anything. Now... He originally did have designs on conquering the planet for himself, but soon he settled on just tormenting Superman whenever he got the opportunity for the shits and giggles. That's a classic Jester move, to be fair. Yeah. Have you heard of it, Jester's Privilege, by the way? No. It, it was, a, it was a, a thing in medieval courts that the Jester could say literally anything he wanted with no repercussions. Ooh. He just got a free pass. So, like... If he wanted to just spout, like, secrets that he knew about the king, he could say it. He couldn't do anything because it's a jester. Right, but, like, I mean, he'd suspiciously fall down the stairs, but, like, it wouldn't be connected to the king. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be publicly known. But Yeah, like, he'd lose his kneecaps, but oh, like, yeah. he wouldn't be killed. He'd still be jesting, but just not very fast. <laughs> Um, so, um, yeah, so his only weaknesses were that he could not stand being ridiculed. And if he said or spelled his name backwards, then he would be sent home. Back to a ho- his home dimension for a minimum of 90 days. Which so, is wild that that's yes. the weakness. Because you would think if he knows that's his weakness, yeah, he'll never do that. And also, he specifically picked that name because he said, like, Earth's names, like, you can't spell his name with, like, the Earth letters. Yeah. So he picked that name, thinking, well, it's impossible to say Mitzelplik backwards. Yeah. So, yeah. So, any time he is sent back home, it's absolutely his own fault. (laughs) Yeah. Because he also has to say it. So nobody else can. Um, he also the thing of he can't be he can't stand being ridiculed. He's just he's kind of like Superman back then. They're all just really sensitive. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. It's like this weird like they're the strongest guys in the world or whatever. But if you question them even slightly, they'll fly off the handle. <laughs> so like, not only would um. It, it, they also added in that like Superman just tricks him basically time and time again whenever he comes back the 90 day thing was also very interesting because it certainly coincided with maybe perhaps maybe bringing him back every 90 days when you need a new issue <laughs> <laughs> Lads, every three months we have it sorted, don't like, worry. There was one writer who just really fucking loved him. Yeah. Jerry Siegel. And was like, look, we're bringing this guy back. Every three months he's popping back no, in. That's absolutely someone else added that. It was just like, <laughs> oh, what if we could only do it every 90 days, though? Wouldn't that be fun, Jerry? <laughs> uh, when, when he first uh, appeared, he was also just a small, bald man in a purple suit with a green bow tie and a purple derby hat. Um, okay. Now he also now he has like a futuristic orange outfit now with like a purple trim kind of thing, uh, which is I mean he just looks like a jester basically. Yeah, so he's he's not especially strong or brave or anything. He's just magic. 
Yeah, and also, to give you an example of when the, one of the first times the Superman tricks him is that in one of his very first appearances, um, Mr. M's antics, he, he's up to no good, and he buys himself a giant typewriter, and he makes up, this is where he makes up his name, right? So he's like, I'm going to make up this name. It's nearly impossible for Superman to ever say it backwards. Or like, this is when everyone could say his name backwards and send him back. Right. It was the okay. original idea. Then it became like, well, if Superman says it once, then he can just kind of always say it. So let's just make it that he has to say his name to send him back. Okay. Yeah, okay, so they were like, oh no, this is too powerful if anyone can say it. So, he puts the name, he sets his name up, and he he has this giant typewriter, as all comic books did back then, and then Superman grabs the giant typewriter where he left it, and defiantly says to the imp that he could never type his name forwards. Mr. M, like, he's like... I, I obviously can. You fucking moron. <laughs> you fucking idiot, Clark. <laughs> I can. Look at this. He used his magic to type the same exact keys as his as his name. Mm-hmm. But Superman had rewired the typewriter, Sean, to be backwards if he had did that. So, I, I don't think that's possible on a typewriter. No, I don't think so, but he's Superman. No, of course, he's got expert knowledge of typewriter construction. (laughs) Of course he does. Um, Well, technically, look, we're not going to get into it. Superman could go to a library and read every book in the world about typewriters and then come back to that exact same conversation. Yeah, I guess. I guess, if you really wanted to fill in the gaps. But really, it's just lazy, right? (laughs) Terrible, honestly. Um, And then he was sent home because he typed his name in forwards, but it was actually secretly backwards. And then he had to go. Um, So he couldn't return for 90 days. Um, There was also other rules that they kind of came up with. So like random rules originally when they were throwing it around. So like one of the times he said uh, he had to, Superman had to get him to paint his face blue, which he eventually was able to. To do. How does he fall for it every time? Because <laughs> very gullible. He signed up to so many pyramid schemes. Um, he's like Steve Carell in the office. Just incredibly suggestible. Yeah, basically. Okay. Still, if you're if that's your weakness and you know it surely you would take precautions so he like kept coming back basically because he was always appearing in these comic books and just these small dumb stories and always just getting outsmarted and sent home for another three months um, but on one of his visits later on he tried being nice by granting people's wishes so he's like I'm going to be nice I'm going to actually be a good guy the results, however, were disastrous, as, like, there was a woman who was, like, a baker who wished that her dough would rise faster because she, she had, like, dinner guests coming, yeah. and then we tried to do that, the dough, like, f- spilled out into the street because it rose way too much. Um, there was, like, another person, several people had a desire to have a Riverview apartment, and so then he used his magic to get their building to stand up and walk over and just put itself in the river. It's kind of good. <laughs> um, and then the last leader was uh, hundreds of people that all won the lottery at once. Oh, like, like Bruce Almighty. <laughs> like billions of people. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And so th- they all won like 10 cent or whatever yeah. it was. Um, and so then eventually at the very end, he tells Superman, okay, you get one wish. You can have whatever wish, thinking 
that uh, Lois and him had broken up at this time. So he's like thinking that Superman will wish that Lois and him could get back together. Right. But Superman used his one wish to send Mr. M back. You gave him the, like, <clears throat> Superman will fix up that relationship. He fixed a typewriter that one time. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. Women are like typewriters, you always say to me, Sean. Yep, yeah, because... There, right? Well, uh, oh, there has to be there's a key. There's a key. If you mis- make a mistake, you can't go back. Yeah, uh, they are to be treasured and loved. <laughs> Tom Hanks has so many of them, and also listened to. <laughs> Why you listen to a typewriter? Sounds really cool, doesn't it? True, it's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> um, so, uh, it, a lot of his things were all just like fairly harmless. Um, but stories I did want to cover were the three big stories that he was involved in that I thought were quite cool. Now, one of them is from Alan Moore, um, mm-hmm. who famously writes a lot of comic books and also hates comic books. But he's in, he writes them. He writes graphic novels, Connor. I do apologise. Um, Mis- <laughs> Mr. Mitzpelik uh, continued to be a tord. I think you're slipping side. on the pronunciation again, I will say, just <laughs> for what it's worth. You say that 50 times. <laughs> Mr. Mixes Pitlick. <laughs> okay, say that another 15 times and do it a report. I don't think that's good content. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So this story was called Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow? Um, And he basically, in the story, he continues to be a toward of Superman's side. um, But... Alan Moore kind of offered a really different interpretation of the character. And this is such a cool idea. So he appears looking more sinister than in the past. And finally, it's kind of revealed like, well, in this origin, this isn't canon, but it's like revealed that Mm. he explained that the big problem with immortality is finding ways to spend the time. And it's explained that he spent the first 2000 years without moving then the next 2,000 years only doing good deeds. And now he's in the next 2,000 years doing only mischievous deeds just to kind of pass the time. So he's just bored. Yeah. That's See, I really like that. I like that of like, what if you were immortal? How would you pass the time? Because, like, Superman's like, why are you always such a dick? Yeah. Like, you don't need to be. You have all the powers of, like, basically God. But he's like, I've d- but I've done everything else, so I might as well be this. And I think before he attacks Superman in the story, he even like says to him, "Do you did you honestly believe a fifth a fifth dimensional sorcerer would resemble a funny little man in a derby hat?" I mean, kinda. That's what we were led to <laughs> <But> believe. <laughs> basically, he's implying that like he doesn't look like that at all. That's just a character he's made up to pass the time, which is yeah. why he never kills Superman because he's entertaining. Yeah, but it's like what? What if I? Yeah, because he has like a challenger now who can't be. He can't die. Like he can't. Well, actually, kill. in that story, I think Superman does send him to the Phantom Zone, and then gets really depressed because he killed him. <laughs> all right. But that's Alan Moore ending. The first bit, I was like, really cool. This is a good idea. Yeah. But, like, sorry, but, like, uh, Mixus Pidlick fighting Superman. Mixus Pidlick now has a foe that can't, you know, like, he, he can't beat him in a fist fight or whatever. He can yeah. just make his life, he can just cause... Well, like, as le- I said, he could literally, t- in his head, just imagine Superman no longer exists and nobody ever remembers him. Yeah. And that would just happen. But it's funnier to mess with him. 
it's funnier to just keep him alive and just mess with his daily personal life. Yeah, it's more entertaining. Yeah. Um, there was another story called Emperor Joker, which is a multi-part story throughout Superman titles. You could also know it's like Superman and, or, sorry, Joker and Mr. Mitzpilik. Mixes Pitlick. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Eb, Mixie. <laughs> um, he, uh, they're very similar, is what I would say. Yeah. Agents of Chaos. No mm. real end goal in mind. They don't want to kill because it's more fun to yeah. keep the hero alive. If you kill, it's over. Exactly. Um, and so uh, he actually had his powers temporarily stolen by the Joker. So because he was interested in seeing how somebody else would do at his job. So he intended to give the Joker only 1% of his power. But the Joker tricked him by... But there's a new thing. There's a thing that they created this story that if you can reveal his true name... That like mm-hmm. doesn't exist on Earth. Yeah. If you if you say that true name, you can take his power. Oh fuck! Okay, so if you somehow get his fifth yeah. dimension, completely different alphabet name, yeah, you get all of it. And so Joker tricks him into revealing it, and then says it. How is he so easily tricked? <laughs> and so he acquires ninety nine percent of his power instead of one percent. Jesus. Okay. Um, and so uh, Mr. M runs to Superman and has to like go get him to help because he's like, Joker has my power. You're not going to believe this. I really messed up this time. <laughs> oh, I really messed up this time, M. Oh, lads. No, no, please. I'll say my name backwards. I don't care. Just please. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. You're on your own, kid. <laughs> Um, but the thing is Joker even with all that power they realise very similar this is where the connection comes he doesn't kill Batman or erase Batman yeah because where's the fun no he can now just mess with him in infinite more ways and within that story uh, Ms. Pitalik um, sees himself as serving an important purpose in teaching Superman not to take everything so seriously I guess because, like, when you compare, like, Mixus Pitlick versus fucking, like, Lex Luthor. Yeah. It's like, okay, these are two very different foes and challenges. Lex Luthor actually taught him how to lie as well in one of the stories. Taught Superman. Lex, Lex lied to him and, like, tricked him by lying to him. And he had never experienced lying before because his, villi- his enemy is Superman. Oh, who, so, who wouldn't tell a lie he's a fucking boy scout exactly yeah. so Lex fucking tricks him into like telling it by telling him lies and then he learns the concept of lying it's like the Ricky Gervais movie basically yeah that's really cool yeah um, and then the last story I wanted to cover was a Young Justice story I'm familiar um, sorry, every time every that. time it's the same joke every time <laughs> never gets old more <laughs> infuriating <laughs> um, if I want to say no Sean has never seen Young Justice even though he would definitely love it this but he specifically goes out of his way not to watch it because I keep telling him to watch it you don't know how prepared I was to unwrap a Young Justice DVD <laughs> oh I should have but you still wouldn't have watched <laughs> it still wouldn't. No, I would have thrown into the sea. <laughs> um, in Young Justice, epi- or not episode three, sorry, issue three. So this is the comic book, Young Justice. Mm. Um, they actually show his origins as like a serious-minded researcher. So this is just like a story that they came up with in terms of what his origin was. Or they, I don't think this is like full canon, but it's Young Justice canon of right. where the character is. Because... Uh, they show basically Mr. M as just a regular person 
a regular student who's like a serious minded researcher who travelled in time to investigate the behaviour of teenagers and he chose to examine a Halloween party um, what he didn't know was that Robin, Superboy and Impulse mm. were hired to be chaperone the party and so they're like is that Mr... is that... So- it's- it's Pitlick. Is that it's him difficult over there? to say, but yeah, that's it's him. Right? Say, yeah, it is Robin. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, anyone who mispronounces that, that's fine. Don't worry that's, about it. That's fine. That's actually perfectly okay. I actually should be my best friend. Yeah, uh, but, I'd write uh, it five stars. They're, they're like, is that not him over there? So they go, <laughs> so they go over and they're like, uh, what are you doing here? And he has no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Because um, he's before, he's back before he's met them. Yeah. Right, okay. And so he he basically was like, that name sounds fucking weird. Like, that sounds like someone just randomly came up with that name that you keep calling me. Um, And upon discovering the chaotic future that awaited him, so they basically told him everything that they know, he declared that he would dedicate his life to learning and knowledge instead of annoying Superman. Oh! So he's like, I won't do that. If that's if that's the dickhead I am, I'm not going to do that. They broke time travel 101. Well, however, they, those words led to a shift in time, creating an apocalyptic world where he was not left to a nice Superman and the knockout effect led to the world being destroyed. So Superman never learns to not treat everything so seriously. Yes. That's great. And in order to avoid this, Robin, Superboy and Impulse realise that they have to go now back in time and instil in him a trademark wacky sense of humour. And they make him watch hours of Three Stooges films on a loop so he has to watch them. Holy shit. Yeah. So they're the reason he... I I know it might not be full DC canon... I really like that as the reason. Isn't that such a funny idea for a story? And also then it leads him to become the wacky imp that he's destined to be in the future. Just slapstick humour and weird gags. Yeah. And like... And then what? What we, it's weird though, because then later on it appears that he has forgotten the incident, like as the years have passed. Yeah. Because he's confronted by Superboy later on and he doesn't know, like, who he is now. It's never revealed if he's actually playing a trick. And he does remember, or he, he genuinely doesn't. Yeah. But I like that idea that, like, they encounter him, and if he doesn't turn out like he is, like a shithouse, the world ends. Yeah, which is, is like, yeah, the idea that, without, I'm not going to say one of Superman's greatest foes. No. But without one of Superman's foes, Superman yeah. isn't the same Superman, and the world isn't the same world. Yeah. He actually even, he did die in comic books uh, before. Um, It's when he makes fun of uh, Doomsday, basically coming and killing (laughs) Superman. And instead, he recreates his battle to fuck Metropolis. And he recreates him, and he creates his own Doomsday uh, with him fighting the creature, which is like an extra spiny version that he calls Bada Bing Bada Boomsday. Um, Unfortunately, the creature is a little too good and it succeeds in actually killing him in the world. So he's... Oh. So, so, and does anything happen when he dies in our dimension? The imp ends up at the desk of a thing called the Supreme Being, 
Mike Carlin, the editor for Superman books at the Fuck time, off. who restores him back to life in the comics. I love when they do this. <laughs> yeah. It's my favourite thing. He goes to God, but God is Mike Carlin, who's the editor for the Superman books. Who's effectively, like, like you are the God in the world of the things that you draw. Like, yeah. that's so good. And he then says, I'm going to put you back in. That, and, and, and that's why he exists again and all the characters are fine with it. Yeah. Has Superman ever met God? Oh, I'm sure he has at some stage. Do you want to like, the supreme being is basically God in DC. It's so, whoever's writing at the time. Yeah. Uh, he met God on the edge of existence after the Spectre tried to stop him or some shit. There you go. Once yeah. the Spectre's evolved, he's, uh, he's basically God himself. He's like God's right-hand man. Yeah, um, so powers and abilities. He's nigh omnipo- omnipotent. I can do virtually anything imaginable. He can manipulate anything and everything in the whole world, in the whole universe. He can do anything. Right. And uh, uh, weaknesses? <laughs> um, <laughs> just, so like, his powers also have like teleportation, immortality, flight, cosmic awareness. But I'm just literally telling you he can do anything. Yeah, imagine. Yeah, he's one of the like Squirrel Girl is the same is that her power is that she always wins. Yeah, like it's just whatever needs to happen in the moment for the for things to go well, like, according yeah, to Yeah, as I said, like, he can manipulate anything. So, like, obviously he can teleport because he can just manipulate time, space, anything. He can just put himself at different location. Yeah. It's fine. Like, he can turn himself vil- vi- invisible. Like, his atoms mean nothing. Your atoms mean nothing. He can turn anyone into anything. Yeah, he just, like, he he's on God mode in a video game. Like, he can basically. just do whatever. Yeah, he's just, and so his weaknesses are, um, basically, he's got a mental disorder, but that he has an irrational compulsion and attachments towards practical jokes and things of a prankish, immature nature. He rarely takes fighting seriously and normally spends his battles goofing off or playing games, uninterested in harming or even killing any of his enemies whatsoever. Um, so it also, this, it has been demonstrated that this is an aspect of his interaction with a tree dimension reality so the more time he spends in the earth dimension the more prone he is to engage in puckish behavior so the more time he spends on earth the more childish he becomes and then oh. if he goes away he like resets back to, but he gets worse the minute he comes back but he becomes like like he that that like um you know six thousand year old being or whatever he is yeah he goes back to that when he goes back to his own universe exactly that's fun and then, yeah, his other power is that he's easily duped. <laughs> There's weaknesses. Like, he's easily just he's tricked. A fucking idiot is what he is. Yeah. He's just a fucking tick. Um, he reveals he can also move from one reality to another with one blink. Like, means nothing to him. Yeah, it's not like this big ritual or he doesn't need a machine to do it. He's just like, yeah. I'm going to go fuck with Superman now. <laughs> like, I just. So, I mean, that is Mr. Mitzel. Pitlick, Mick, Mick Pitlick. yes, Mick Pitlick. I, I had it nailed, like, the first five times yeah. today. I was, like, practicing. It loses meaning. Trap. Yeah, the, the letters lose meaning. Um, Mixes but yeah, he, Pitlick. Like, so, he, that character is, it's just a fun villain for Superman to have, because all of his villains are normally, like, big muscle guys from gods. Yeah. And, like, then you just have a random god who's just, like, he doesn't give a shit. He's not trying to harm Superman. Yeah, he's he's God Joker, basically. He's yeah, just... but, but God Joker, but, like, with no violence. 
Yeah. Just, 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 you know, schemes, plans, antics. Like he could, he's, his original plan was to take over the world and then he decided not to just cause. Yeah. I'm just going to tie Superman's shoelaces together. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Which he learned from the Three Stooges. The, it's a very good report, Connor. Can I ask you, before we yeah. go, yeah. can you say his name backwards? Eh, uh, yes. Hang on. Hang on. I put down the enunciation up, st- up here. Um, oh. Hmm. I had it somewhere. Oh, yeah, of course, he's had it somewhere, ladies and gentlemen. No, but, uh, it's a uh, kill tip zizib. Kill tip zizib. That's somehow easier to say than it is the front way. Kill tip zizib is kill tip zizib. backwards. Why would we kill tip zizib? <laughs> You've said the black so many times. <laughs> no, it was a very good report, Connor. The, uh, Thank you. I appreciate learning all about the character with the worst name to say on a report for. I've half been an avoiding hour. him for years, and Kieran specifically like wanted that. So, well, I mean, look, annoyed me, but I had to do it. <laughs> the SEO on this episode is going to be great. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to take us out yes thank you everyone for uh, listening to this episode of Hero or Zero we will be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday and then n- next Friday with another episode of Hero or Zero as mentioned there is a very special uh, Christmas episode up on the Patreon patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast if you want to check that out and also it helps support the show and helps keep us making it um, there is also a merch store link below Heroes for Hire dot forward slash shop Twitter is at Heroes for Hire pod the four is the number four Facebook is Detective Diplomats discussion group Instagram is Heroes for Hire podcast and the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist just a one please and I think that's about it Connor I think so so I've been Connor Lawler and I've been Mr. Mixes Pittleshaw see y'all next week bye <laughs> bye If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.